Good morning, London. Of course, every Saturday morning, MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm your host, Ron Young, and I'm pleased to be here talking with you all things health, fitness, nutrition related on the program today. And uh, one of the best parts of my job here is that I always get to pick some awesome guests to have on the show. And I actually have a really amazing person here with me in the studio, John Matthews, certified pedorthist. John, how are you doing today? Wow, Ron, that's a great intro. Uh, so good to be here talking with you and, and with all the listeners. Um, yeah. Well, we're pleased to have you on the show, and it's been kind of a long time coming because realistically, we've been co-workers for, gosh, dare I say, 10 years, the the better part of 10 years? Yes, it, it's gone by in a flash. Yeah, absolutely. But So, John, uh, the reason I have you on today and, and the reason that I, I get anybody on is, you know, I want to kind of showcase different services, different professionals, um, because... Everybody has a different skill set. When I said the word pedorthus to introduce you, my guess is individuals may not even know what you do. <laughs> is he an ear guy? Is he a you know a knee guy, foot guy? Like, tell me what a pedorthist exactly does, and and why you were passionate to get into that field because. You know, it's not every day you hear pedorthus. I know there's chiropodists. I know there's podiatrists. There's just all these different uh, foot health specialists. You landed on Pedorthist. Uh, tell us about that journey. Yeah, thanks, Ron. So certified Pedorthist in Canada is a health professional that deals with below-the-knee injuries and walking concerns. So if you have any foot pain, leg pain, um, difficulty getting around walking, um, footwear concerns, and so forth, um, then a pedorthist can help with that. So um, we receive training and clinical assessment as well as fabrication. So um, we also are building and making things, devices, um, treatments to to help the healing process right. along. Yeah. Cool. So tell me, tell me this. So you specialize knee below. You make orthotics. You you diagnose. You kind of assess and and make the best judgment call for patient care. When do you see people typically in the process? Like this is something where uh, my shoes just feel really worn. I should come in and, and see John or perhaps it's, uh, oh, I've suffered a, an injury playing sport or something like that. Is is it kind of a mixed bag or, or when would people commonly come and see you? Uh, everyone's welcome to come see me actually. No, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but seriously, yeah, we, we do see a whole range. So we'll see, um, uh, preventative. So someone that is, um, you know, concerned about their footwear and they're not sure if they have the right thing to wear. Um, for instance, a, a factory worker who is, um, required to wear safety boots, right. they want to make sure that that boot is going to give them the right amount of support and fit them properly there. They can come in for a consult and we can go over through some fitting and, and adjusting of the actual footwear. Um, that might not be able to happen at, um, say, a regular shoe store. So um, if you go to a better shoe store, they may be able to um, adjust the fit somewhat, but we can actually modify and change the shape of the shoe or the boot to fit your foot better and to make it perform the function that you need it to do. Um, and then we, at the other end of the spectrum, we have um, 
you know, chronic injury, post-surgical patients that come in and they've had um, all kinds of concerns that we can we can go through carefully one at a time and, and address their concerns um, as part of the collaborative care that they're receiving. Right. Right. Well, and something that you talked with me about off air, John, before we kind of got in the booth and we're, we're discussing all this was, you know, a foot is something that you really, you need, you depend on it. It gets you from A to B, uh, in so many different, um, scenarios. You were mentioning if you injure your elbow, bump your elbow, it's got to heal. You can just use your left hand or, you know, your right hand if you bump the left one um the foot you're not going to be jumping around on one leg to get into stores and stuff like that so you mentioned sometimes people leave it a little too long to have a certain foot issue addressed yeah this is the case probably most of the chronic injuries that we see have been going on for months or years um technically you know chronic is sort of three months or so or longer. And then you're, um, you know, by that point you have other complications to do, to address. Like, um, you develop pain patterns and movement patterns that are, have to be kind of unlearned and, and detrained. And, um, it, it, it takes a lot longer to get over those issues. Right. So, um, the sooner you can get in, the sooner you can get healed and, and get fixed up. Um, so I did want to mention a couple of ways to decide, you know, if you need to maybe do something about your foot pain or if you can wait a bit. Um, so usually if you have, you know, toe pain, ball of foot pain, heel pain, um, from say a busy day or you bumped it, you know, usual things that happen. Um, you can try waiting a couple of days and try some home remedies, um, simple things like rice stuff, you know, rest, ice, elevation, those kind of things. Um, you know, a trick that's popular, especially with runners is to throw a a plastic water ball in the freezer and then roll your arch on it. So it's a um, massage and an icing at the same time. So that usually feels pretty good and helps the healing along. So if if you try a couple of these home remedies for a few days, usually you're going to start to feel better and you can be reasonably confident that it's going to resolve itself. And given enough time, most things can resolve themselves. But if you, if you still have uh, pain when you're walking, especially, um, you know, throughout the day and not just when you're doing vigorous activity, um, that might be something you want to be seen for. You want to see a professional about that, physiotherapist, podorthist, um, and, or come to MedPoint and see uh, the doctor or the, or the podorthist here. Right. Yeah, it's a good point, John. I mean, it, it kind of just, uh, depends on severity and sometimes there are ways around it, but let's face it. In most cases, not a lot of individuals are doing those home remedies. So sometimes even just getting the expertise and the care from somebody such as yourself to, to even like, look, come in, I'll assess you. I'll give you some pointers, you know, maybe I prescribe you orthotics. Maybe I don't. Uh, and then it's left to the professional's discretion, really. John, you did a video that plays in the uh, waiting areas of, of MedPoint, and it was on basically uh, how to tell if your footwear is too worn. I don't know about the listeners at home, but me personally, I have a couple pairs of shoes that I've probably hung on to for too long, but I just like the feel of them and the fit of them. And usually when I buy shoes, I buy them in twos because I get the same model I like so that when they discontinue it the next year, 
and decide to mess with the design, I still have a pair, <laughs> fresh pair. But maybe give the listeners a bit of an indication as to when their footwear may be expiring, when it's probably time to, to change it up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, actually, worn footwear... Um, while it might be comfortable sometimes, um, it's just as often um, becomes a problem for um, if you have an existing injury or can actually lead to creating an injury pattern. Um, so a way to tell that your footwear is worn out is to look um, look at the, let's take a, sh- a running shoe, for example. Um, you can look at, the first place is just check the sole. Right. Um, if you've worn through that outsole material, that's the most durable part of the shoe. So the less durable part, the cushioning, the upper, they're long gone. Right. Um, <laughs> um, the, the other part, you can look at the side of the shoe and look for sort of uh, wrinkles or crease lines in the side of the cushioning. Right. Um, that's another indication the cushioning may not be performing to its uh, standards anymore. If you... Uh, suspect they're worn out and they may not be able to replace them just hold on to the shoe um, or bring it with you to the shoe store and so you can describe what you like about the shoe right. um, and uh, we, I, I do like to I'm a strong believer in in, in uh, sticking with what works so right. um, you know you you know your foot and your your body uh, as well as anyone and you can describe what works best for you and the in the shoe uh, salesmen can identify those features and recommend us something similar if, if the same thing isn't available again. Right. So when, when then, John, do, we, do you dive into orthotics? Like, can I have a really bad shoe and toss an orthotic in it and then problem solved? Or is this kind of something where, you know, you need the top in good condition, you need the, the medial and lateral support kind of still intact? Like, you get what I mean? Is is it tossing an orthotic in a bad shoe a good or bad idea? <laughs> like I guess if I could just simplify it to that. Yeah. So that yeah, we're we're gonna have to simplify this question quite a bit. Um, ultimately, the shoe is important for the orthotic to work properly. Okay. Um, it does depend on what you put it in. Um, I f- I think the most common problem people run into is just um, poorly fitted uh, orthotics or footwear. So um, you might have an okay shoe and a really good orthotic, but if it's not fit properly together and adjusted by the professional, um, you won't get the result you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So if you have um, uh, an orthotic and you can't put it into all the shoes that you want to use it in, um, that that should be going back and and be getting adjusted so that you can use it and fit it properly. yeah, the, the shoes uh, are going to be, the features you need will be unique to the individual and their activity. Um, <clears throat> and orthotics can help improve the performance of the shoe. Right. But ultimately, if the orthotic is not supported, then it won't be uh, delivering its full potential to, the, to your foot. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool, John. Well, um, yeah, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. I might actually keep you on the show and just ask you a few more questions on the second half. I got to take a quick commercial break right now, but um, we've got John Matthews in studio, certified podorthist here in, in Canada, and we're talking all about footwear, foot health, foot exercises, foot everything. Maybe even, John, after this commercial break, we can talk about how to, the, the foot stench. How do we get that out of shoes? 
<laughs> Sounds good. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's have some fun on here. Uh, you've been listening to the MedPoint Health Half Hour, 980 CFPL Radio. Good morning. Welcome back to the program. Of course, every Saturday, MedPoint Health Half Hour. Your host, Ron Young here, joined by certified pedorthist, John Matthews. John, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks again for coming in on a busy Saturday to join me here talking all things about foot health. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. So, John, uh, we talked a little bit about, you know, footwear wear, like, uh, you know, when a shoe gets worn out, what to look for, why people may come to you at the start of the show and, and what issues they may be experiencing, as well as some easy home remedies that perhaps people can try out if they're listening right now and maybe have a little bit of pain underneath their foot. But uh, on the second half of the show, I just kind of wanted to have a bit of fun with you and talk about some of the things that that you see maybe it makes you cringe of uh, inappropriate, unconventional footwear and, uh, you know, when and where it can be worn, if it should be worn, if it shouldn't be worn. Like, let's let's dive in because the, the first thing you got to think about is like these like high heels, right? High heels for women. What are your thoughts on this? Is this like something that uh, we should see go? I think they look great, honestly. Uh, but that's where it about stops. Okay, so <laughs> so honestly, uh, you know, it's hit or miss. Uh, some some uh, people find them to be quite comfortable. Some people wear them for other purposes and just put up with the pain. Um, but ultimately, both groups um, with enough time in those shoes will develop postural imbalances, right. and they'll develop toe alignment issues. Um, potentially chronic foot pain. So it is something you want to use sparingly as possible. Yeah. What about like, uh, uh, well, I'm, I'm a fan of them. I'm in them right now. I'm in a a flat pair of Vans, uh, skateboard shoes and I seem to like them, but, uh, skateboard shoes, Chucks, Converse, whatever you want to call them. These, these flat footed shoes that don't really give much, but certainly look good and are easy to slip on. Yeah. So this is our, our dilemma is the trade-off between convenience and performance or right. function and support. So, true. so this is, this is the dilemma. So, um, I would say this, if, uh, you got some cool skater shoes, you're not doing a whole lot of walking, maybe just go to the office, to the car and home again. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. It's fine. Um, if you're telling me you're going to go for a, a, a health walk on your lunch break, right. or if you're telling me, uh, you're going for extra walks due to COVID shutdowns and you're going to go out and start walking program. I'm going to say, no, you, you're going to want to look for something else. Yeah. No. And that's so true because I remember one time for the Nike uh, run thing, I was just tracking all my kilometers, whether it be a walk or a run. And, um, I went for a three K walk, like a few times around my block, like a few times, meaning like, like a bunch. And, uh, I got home and I, the next morning I could, I could feel it, man. I, I had to like stretch out my, my calves. I had to like do the, the roller ball under my foot. Like I could feel it. And I knew going on that walk, I probably shouldn't have done that. I think you were right. Yeah. Uh, but no, ultimately we're, we're balancing our needs for physical activity to maintain our health with the demands and the risks that go along with that. And, um, I mean, this is kind of very similar to the dilemma that almost every serious athlete faces is that sort of looming risk of overtraining or injury, right? right? So it's the trick is getting um, the right support 
to help you get the right dose of training or exercise mm. to keep you healthy, but not break down your, some of your parts of your body so far, such as your feet or your ankles, your Achilles. Right. So, so to create a problem. Have you dealt with a lot of athletes? You mentioned the word athlete there, like skates, um, uh, cleats, stuff like that. What about that kind of footwear? Yeah. So this is an interesting topic. It, it more often, um, there, they, sport specific footwear tends to be as a generalization tends to be more form fitting and, right. and tighter. So there, there's not as much room to work with. So we often will actually modify the footwear itself as opposed to placing an orthotic or trying to introduce, uh, more material into the shoe. Right. Um, so there's like, you know, taping that goes along with it, um, placing, um, small supports in the shoe. Um, we can stretch the shoe, um, cushion it, lace it in it differently. Right. Um, or in, um, cases of deformity or, um, severe injury, we can actually take the shoe apart, um, and reassemble it in a different configuration to, to make it suit the individual's, uh, concerns and movement pattern. Cool. Yeah. And then the last, last but not least, but like flip flops, Crocs, um, thoughts on those. <laughs> uh, I don't like the look of them, but they actually do, um, help quite a lot of people, um, find some comfort when they do have foot pain. Um, so in general, if you look back to what you're saying earlier about your skate shoes, um, I would put Crocs in that category. They're not as supportive. Right. Um, there's not much to them. They're pretty simple, but overall, um, some people swear by them, um, as, as like a, a house shoe. So as an alternative to a bunny slipper, for right. example, right. something like that, um, or a flip flop, which still sell bunny slippers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're not going to go away. Classic. Um, yeah, <laughs> still multiplying. So yeah. Uh, and so, so Crocs, yeah, they, they, at least they have a little hook that goes around your heel. Um, as opposed to say like a, a slip on sandal that has no, nothing around your heel. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about this because I heard it on the radio this past week. Uh, I guess a new trend. I don't know. Croc boy boots. I, I can't comment, but I'm interested. I want to see these actually. Yeah. So it's like the cowboy boot, but they've just made the bottom half like kind of out of croc. I don't, I, I, you know what? I heard about it. I didn't even look it up, but the, the fact that we could have played a little cricket clip in there is just like, it's such a out there idea that I can't even fathom what it, what it would look like. So that's kind of crazy. But, um, John, one more quick thing before we got to go. Um, we talked a little bit about stinky feet and nobody wants to talk about stinky feet but we're going to talk about it because you're foot guy you know sometimes i know my shoes have had enough when you know they start to smell the uh what do you call it the insert mm -hmm. i'm like okay i should either change the insert or change my shoes because they're starting to smell but how can we try and prevent that from happening within our footwear so yeah great question very common issue that most athletes actually deal with yeah. is stinky equipment, stinky footwear. Um, it has to do with the sweat and the moisture in your apparel. So the number one thing I always tell people is just let things open it up, let it dry out, um, in between activities. Right. So, um, that's your number one strategy. Now there, there are products for, uh, sprays and, and odor, 
uh, eaters type thing products that you can use for your skin for your right on the apparel uh, right. shoe sprays there's all kinds of products that way um, and they're uh, you know more or less effective um, but ultimately yeah moisture management um, now I might also add there are some um, interesting tech uh, fabrics that are woven with silver fibers for example or antimicrobial right. properties that can help combat that if you have a real concern like uh, you have ongoing uh, fungus or um, an, an excessive hyperhidrosis you know excessive sweating and that kind of a situation yeah good good advice John well hey man that was an interesting chat thank you so much for being on the show thanks for having me it was a pleasure yeah and if you want to come in and, and see John maybe you want to book an appointment you want him to check out your footwear you want him to maybe build you an orthotic I know a lot of people John often have coverage for custom orthotics or pedorthos through their benefits and third-party insurance so it might be something worth exploring uh, his email is john j-o-n at medpoint.ca you can always email me ron r-o-n at medpoint.ca man our names keep it simple don't they Simple name, simple man. <laughs> That's right. So email one of us, john, J-O-N, at medpoint.ca, or ron, R-O-N, at medpoint.ca. You can call in 519-432-1919. Go through the phone system to, to find what uh, where we may be. And uh, the other thing is the website, obviously. If, you've, if something you've heard today struck a chord and you're like, I want more of John, I want to book in with him, you can always go on medpoint.ca. And just fill out a contact form and say, you know what? I heard the radio show and uh, I'd love to chat a little bit more with a foot professional because I'm experiencing issue or I don't want to experience issue. I don't know. We see it all, right? So that's all the time we have for the show today. I want to thank everybody for tuning in, wherever you may be tuning in from. And we'll join you next week for another great edition of the MedPoint Health Half Hour on 980 CFPL Radio.